I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, we're just going live on Instagram now, uh, waiting for people to join and then we'll get in and answer uh, some people's questions, talking all things Rugby League, people just joining now and then we'll get uh, stuck into it. Any questions you got guys, uh, send them through, any topics you want to talk about Rugby League wise, send them through. G'day, CJ Moxley. Hope you're doing well, mate. I think I saw you on uh, some YouTube channel the other day that I was having a look at, mate. Doing good things. NRLW Watch, welcome on. A great NRLW page there to join if you're looking for one to follow along with all the NRLW news. Is it realistic to say South can be a top four team in 2023? I think so, mate. Um, I was actually having this conversation with the mate the other day, and he was a bit surprised that I thought they could make top four. But um, I was talking to Matty the Waterboy the other day about this as well, and he was saying that obviously Latrell Mitchell, uh, he missed a lot of last season with that injury and whatnot. It was a pretty disrupted season for South Sydney. Ilias with another season under his belt. Hopefully second-year syndrome doesn't uh, doesn't bring him down. And then Latrell with a full preseason and everything, I think they'll be better for the run. So, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if South Sydney do make the top four. Uh, I think that would definitely be the aim for them anyway. Love the off-season content. Keep up the good work, brother. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah, mate, the off-season's going really well. The content on YouTube, it's a cracker. Uh, Sunday night, 6 p.m., uh, our episode is myself, Maddie, and Jackson Hastings. We go through and pick uh, our two favorite moments from test matches of all time. So a really, really good watch there. I think I said in the last episode we're doing lock forwards. Got completely confused. We obviously did that earlier in the week. Uh, so, yeah, we're picking our best test match moments. So really good, obviously, with the World Cup final coming up this week. That was our topic there. How much will Australia win by this weekend? 30-plus. Uh, I'm not sure if they'll win by that much, to be honest with you. I think it'll be a little bit tighter than what we're anticipating. I really haven't been overly impressed with the Kangaroos throughout this World Cup. They've won all their games and whatnot, uh, but I don't think they've played anywhere near their best. And I think Samoa, I think they'll come into this game willing to take a few risks. Uh, obviously, all the pressure's on the Kangaroos to win this one. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Samoa get a little bit closer than what we are anticipating. Surely Luai getting the boombox after the England game is the reason they started winning games. Yeah, maybe, mate. Uh, I'm so happy for Jerome Luai. I think people are starting to realise that the guy actually can play. He isn't just 
Nathan Cleary's sidekick or <laughs> passenger or whatever the fuck all that dribble was about. Uh, he's an incredibly talented player, Jerome Luai, and he's a big part of why the Penrith Panthers are as successful as they are. When you've got such a dominant halfback, you need a 5'8 that's selfless, that understands the role that he can play in that side, that he doesn't have to be the superstar. And Jerome Luai, he does that perfectly. You think about that left edge of the Penrith Panthers, uh, Stephen Crichton, Dally M Centre a few years ago, Matt Burton, Dally M Centre, Billy Army Kickout, absolutely killed it across all those years. Because of how selfless Jerome Luai is. So you might not like his off-field behaviour, and, and that's fine. I'm not telling you to like him, but you've got to respect him and, and what he's achieving at the moment. Pretty impressive stuff. Uh, love it, mate. I think Demetrio done wonders the first year. Yeah, mate, he did very well, Demetrio. I uh, I doubted him at the start of the year, so egg all over my face. Uh, I thought there was a couple of moments throughout the year where he just did sensation well, handed himself so well in a number of spots. I thought early on when Wayne Bennett, I thought Wayne Bennett was really getting in his head early, but he managed to turn it all around and do really well. All the Adam Reynolds questions, it looked like that was getting into his head early. I think there might have been a little turning point for Demetrio at some point, maybe a chat with someone or something uh, that sort of leveled him out a little bit, and he did really well from there on. So credit to him. I think South Sydney, they've done really well there. Hey, mate, off topic, did you get a chance to watch the Wheelchair Rugby League through the World Cup? Thoughts? Mate, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I have only seen highlights. I haven't been able to watch any of it live. Uh, and it took me a while to get used to the rules and everything. But, fuck, it is impressive, isn't it? I think it is something that I would enjoy. Uh, it's just a matter of finding time to sit down and watch all those games, to be honest with you, bro. Uh, I love that the uh, – obviously, you can't kick in it. So, they do, like, the handball in the AFL. Uh, that rattled me the first time I saw it. But, uh, yeah, I, I really the, – the clips I've watched, mate, the highlights packages I've watched, I've sat through each and every one of them. So, uh, yeah, but haven't got, got to watch a full game yet, mate. I'll probably have to get around to it because it does look pretty entertaining. Um, what have we got? Watching the Cricket Guru. Just watched a little bit, Josh. I was up at the Doncaster having a feed. Uh, but, yeah, cricket not really my thing, as you know, mate. More so your thing. Uh, would you move Latrell back to centre next year? No, I wouldn't. Uh, I'd keep him at fullback. You're going to have a whole preseason of Latrell this year, so I think he could be a really scary prospect uh, heading into 2023. Very excited to see how Latrell goes, obviously, this World Cup. He's been good without being fantastic. I'm very keen to see how he goes in this final. I think he could really explode. Uh, but... I was probably the first one to say I thought Latrell was more of a centre than a fullback a couple of years ago. I, I think that now, just with his hands and everything, I, I think he's made for fullback, so I think he should stay there. If you're expecting him to run for 300 metres and do all that sort of stuff, uh, you're going to be disappointed. That's not the sort of fullback Latrell is. Uh, but I've just learned to embrace the sort of fullback that he is and really enjoy it. They don't all have to be the same. Uh, and that's what makes rugby league so good, that you can do so many positions in so many different ways. Um... Do you rate the Madge appointment on the Raiders staff? I do, Jack. Uh, I've obviously you hear a lot of mixed reports about uh, Madge Maguire. Obviously, spending a little bit of time with Jackson Hastings over the last few months, he's spoken a lot about Madge and the sort of guy he is and just the high expectations he has. So I think he's going to fit in well down there at the Canberra Raiders with Ricky Stewart. I think they'll be a good little combo. Uh, you wouldn't want to walk into that change room after a loss, though. That'll be a tough gig dealing with those two. So uh, Madge, though, I like it. I think he's worth having. I think I, I spoke to two of the Kiwis boys during this camp. They absolutely love their time over there in England with him in the New Zealand camp. Uh, so yeah, I'm all for Mads joining the Canberra Raiders. I like the appointment. 
Uh, thoughts on Schuster at six. Socials indicate he's having a big preseason. Do you follow him much through the junior ranks? Uh, didn't get to watch much of him because he was playing over there at Manly. Always sort of kept track of him. And, you know, he was one of those guys you heard a lot of things about. I uh, actually saw him training a couple of weeks ago around the corner from me down at a park. Uh, doing a bit of sprints training there. Looked really good. So I'm hoping Josh Schuster can put it all together. Uh, obviously, last year was pretty disappointing. But uh, there's been a lot of young guys that have gone through seasons like that. He'll be better for it. Uh, that spot has opened up. Hopefully he gets it. Um, and if he does get it, he's going to have to impress qu- pretty quickly because they have got a young guy there that I rate very highly, uh, Latsu Finer, who's very, very talented. I think he'll be the 5'8 over the next few years if Schuster doesn't grab it with two hands, which I hope he does because uh, I love a big ball playing six. Uh, I think he could eventually move into 13 and Finer could play six. I think that's probably the way forward and, and Jakey into the front row for Manly. But if Schuster can make a real fist of it at 5'8, uh, I'd love to see him stay there. So, yeah, I'm a big Schuster fan, mate. Um, your potties keep me up during work hours. Love the content. Thank you, Gordon. I appreciate your support, mate. Hopefully they keep coming your way. Uh, do you think Knight should sack Adam O'Brien for Dez? Uh, no, I mean, uh, I don't know. It's a tough one. Adam O'Brien, you've got to remember, he's made the finals two out of the last three years. Last year was a bit of a um, bit of a shit fight. So it'll be, I'll, I'll keen to see how Newcastle go this year. If they're not successful with the team they've got now, Unless injuries derail them, then maybe you could consider it. But uh, I'm happy to give him another year up there, Adam O'Brien, especially with the team that he's now assembled. Thoughts on Suwaliti, Manu, and Teddy for the Roosters, three champion players. I assume you mean positions, mate. Um, Teddy at fullback. Uh, I would keep Joe Manu at right centre. I'd be... And obviously, you let him roam like he has this year for the Sydney Roosters. Uh, I'd be I'd be considering moving Suwalee to that left centre spot and then bring another winger in. I know that he's so good off his kick returns, but I just feel like a strike centre on that left edge would be sensational for the Chooks. You do lose a lot in kick returns. I'm not not arguing that or whatever, but I just think they could be so dynamic down that side. And it just it just shits me in attack when Joey Marnie, when he's roaming around, the Roosters don't play out to the right. So Suwalee is kind of wasted out there at times but his kick returns are just so good. So I, I don't know how you work it all out, to be honest with you, but I would like to see him at left centre at some point during next season in attack. But you obviously lose a bit coming out of their own end. Uh, please do a video on the strongest possible Samoan side. Love the content, Guru. Uh, yeah, mate, obviously I've had a lot of injuries, like Isaac Tungo, Hamiso, uh, Tyron May, Josh Aloye, a heap of guys that have been injured throughout this World Cup, Danny Levi, uh, New Brown, so... Yeah, if you get their full side, I assume you mean plus all the other players that, you know, I think Tino, for example, he could have played for them if he wanted to. Um, yeah, so there's a couple more that you could select from some of the other sides as well. So it might be something I have a look at, mate. Uh, what have we got? I think if you want to have a look at that, mate, I think Scope did a video the other day on YKTR Sports where he went through all the guys that could have been selected that are playing elsewhere. Very interesting one. Scope's been doing some unbelievable content this year, doing very well for himself, Horro. Uh, So go and have a look at that one, mate. I think he took a deep dive into it. So probably no need for me to go into it. Scope would know better than me anyway. Uh, All the uh, Samoan boys. Scope's very much across all that sort of stuff. Mate, how do you reckon Hastings fits into the Knights? I, I love the move for him, mate. I'm a huge fan of Hastings, obviously. Good mates with him now, too. Uh, I think it'll be a really good fit out there. I mean, I, I copped a lot of shit last preseason saying the Knights would be bottom four. They opened up those first two games, looked unbelievable, copped even more shit. Um, but I think last year sh- proved my point that if you don't have an established halfback, if you don't have an experienced halfback in this competition, 
you're kind of fucked. You look at those bottom four teams. You know, SJ at the Warriors didn't perform. They struggled. Uh, the Knights let go of Mitch Pearce. They struggled. The Gold Coast Titans, they let go of Jamal Fogarty. They struggled. Look at the teams that gained halfbacks. The Broncos improved. The Sharkies improved. The Cowboys improved. Um, the Tigers improved when they had Jackson Hastings at seven. I think they won four games. Three of them was when he was playing seven. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it'll be great for Newcastle. I genuinely think he could be the guy to unlock... Um, Kalen Ponger as well, which is a pretty scary prospect. I know people say, oh, that was meant to be Pierce. Kalen Ponger isn't the same guy he was two years ago. Yeah, guys don't stay as the same person throughout their entire career. They develop, they age, they mature. And I think KP's at that point now where if he has, if he was to get Pierce, Hastings, whoever it might be, just an established halfback, I think he's ready to take his game to that next level at Clubland. We've seen it in the Origin Arena when he's got good guys around him that put him into space. I think Hastings is going to play a really good role. Uh, just listening to Joey's comments on Jacko the other day, it sounds like he's going to play both sides of the ruck, and it sounds like Kalen Ponger will be doing the same thing. So they'll sort of be back to how halves used to play in the 90s and the early 2000s, which is super exciting. I love that for both of them. Hastings is an on-ball halfback, so I think that's what you should just let him do, play on ball both sides of the ruck. And KP... Playing 5'8", but he's sort of playing more of a kind of fullback role like what we've been used to over the last few years in attack. It's just the defense that worries me with KP and, you know, obviously staying conscious, which is his big challenge. Uh, but I love the look of the Newcastle Knights. They're at 6'50 to make the 8". Uh, I'm not sure if they are going to make the 8, but I think 6.50 is way overs. When you consider the Dolphins are at 6, uh, I think it's ridiculous. Uh, who finishes higher, Manly, Dogs, or Tigers? Uh, if Turbo plays 18-plus games, I'll take the Manly Seagulls. Mate, I think that despite all the carnage and everything, I think you'll be okay. Did you hear Bateman sold his house in England? If he lands at the Tigers, would they be the best pack in the league with the likes of Stefano, Papali'i, Bateman, Clemmer? They'd be up there, mate. I have heard all the ones about Johnny Bateman. Uh, his missus and their new child has reportedly moved back here, so good signs for Tigers fans. Hopefully it does come through. Um, but, yeah, they will have one of the better packs in the competition. There's no doubt about it. I don't know if, if I'd say they've got the best pack. In saying that, Penrith has obviously lost a couple of troops. Appy and Viliami kick out. Still think the Roosters is very strong as well. So I don't know if it's the best pack. And I don't think you could call it the best pack until we actually see them play on paper. It's probably a top five, top eight. Without writing them all down and having a look through them all, it is a pretty strong pack. I love the Appy signing, mate. Very, very exciting for the Tigers. Broncos top eight, I don't think so. I think they'll just miss. Uh, I think they'll be one of those teams sort of between 12th and 9th. I'll tell you what, there's going to be some very good teams next year that are going to finish 9th, 10th, 11th, I think. I think it's going to be a really strong competition in 2023. Uh, you look at some of the teams like the Storm and the Roosters, they should improve. Uh, and then you look at teams like the Dogs, the Manly Seagulls, uh, the Brisbane Broncos, uh, the West Tigers. Like, there's so many teams at the bottom that, that, that should be improving. Even, you know, the Gold Coast Titans getting Kim Foran, I think that should improve them. So I think it's going to be a very... Very, very interesting comp. I'm really looking forward to 2023. Thoughts on the dog's spine? Any realistic signings? We're hearing that Adam Dewey could arrive there. I'm not sure if I buy that one. I think he'll be at the Tigers still. But the Doggies, they are putting together a pretty nice team at the moment. I think it's all going to come together over the next couple of years. Great to see the first scenes of... Uh, Reed Marnie in Canterbury Colours once again. He obviously played his juniors there, so great to see him back there again. New he play finals in 2023. I'm one foot in, one foot out, but I think it is a really good value bet at $6.50. I've had a little slap on that. Might be a little cash out a little bit later down the track. They do start well, which is a big positive. I think the first few weeks they play the Dolphins, the Warriors, 
maybe the Titans, I think it is. I th- I, whatever their draw is, have a look at it yourself. But I think there's a really good chance the Tigers start 3-0. Hopefully they get through trials injury-free and they're ready to go. Uh, what have we got? If Eels lose either Moses Brown or both, who should they go for? Uh, I personally think they'll keep them, to be honest with you. I think they might hold on to the boys there. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, they'll obviously have plenty of clubs that are coming after them, but I've got a feeling that they both might stay at Parramatta. I hope they do because I genuinely think they're two guys that can end that premiership drought. Uh, honestly, going over the Dolphins, people sleeping on a guy like Tafare. I'm here to start the centre. Bloke is outstanding. A big run like Harrell, but got some footwork. Yeah, uh, Tafare, we're very, very high on him. We've been talking about him for a few months now. I think he will line up in the centres for the goal uh, for the Gold Coast Titans for the Dolphins. Uh, I think super coach wise, he's going to be an absolute must have. What you said, mate, Connie Harrell with footwork is exactly right. Very nice guy too. Uh, I did a video on him a few months ago. I pronounced his name completely wrong. Uh, he sent me a message and just and actually sent me a voice recording how to pronounce his name properly. So I've got that saved. It is a tough name to pronounce. Uh, but yeah, he's going to be a real superstar and a really nice guy too. I, re- I genuinely hope he is successful. Thoughts on John Miller rejoining the Raiders coaching stuff? Yeah, I like it. Uh, some hard-nosed people down there between Ricky Stewart, Madge and Josh Miller. Uh, guys that are not to be fucked with. So I do like it. Uh, would Dave Fafita be a good suit for the Raiders? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I've I'm not a huge Fafita fan for the money you have to pay for him. If they can get him good value, I think it's worth having a punt, especially with guys like Jack Whiten and Jamal Fogarty down there. Uh, I, I just want to see Fafita in in a different system, to be honest with you. So the Raiders, if it's if it's going to be there, I'm more than happy to watch how it plays out there. Hopefully he can be successful down there. Cody Walker retires in a few years. Do you reckon Hawkins or Campagnolo takes over? Yeah, I know they're very high on Hawkins, uh, but that Campagnolo, he really impressed me in the World Cup. So plenty of options there, plenty of directions they could go. It's also South Sydney, so they could uh, go out and get, you know, pretty much anyone they wanted to play alongside Cam Murray and to play with, with Luttrell as well. So they'll have plenty of options. They won't be short on halves. I've got no doubt about that whatsoever. Uh, what have we got? Who do you see winning the premiership next year besides Penrith? Uh, yeah, mate, I, I, I don't think it's cut and dry, Penrith, to be honest with you. I think losing Appy is going to make it really tough for them. I think it's the biggest test that this Panthers squad has faced in quite some time. Uh, I think the Chooks are going to be very hard to beat. I think they'll start slow. I think it'll take a while for Brandon Smith to get used to, one, playing hooker, two, playing in this team. But I think by the back end of the season, they're really going to be cruising. I think it could be similar to 2018 when we get to post-origin and they really click into gear. So I think the Chooks will be hard to beat. I want to see the Sharkies go well again. I'm a big fan of this Shark side. I thought they'd go a little bit better than what they did in the finals. Uh, The Cowboys as well, I don't think you can rule them out. They're building something special up there at North Queensland. If Latrell's in form and fit come the back end of the season, hard to rule out South Caesar. As I said at the start of this live, I reckon 2023 is going to be a cracking season. I cannot wait for it. Uh, so many teams that could be successful there. Honestly, with Gagai, I really think on the wing, telling to focus on to- like yardage blokes, so good on the wing. Yeah, I, I think there's a really good chance. And I think it was Maddie brought this up on our YouTube show a little bit earlier today, naming our Newcastle Knights best 1-17. to I think there's a really good chance that Gagai does end up on the wing, to be honest with you, mate. Uh, where do Sharks finish? I think they can be a top six side again. I, I think that... History sort of tells us that one of the Sharks, Cowboys, Parramatta, one of those teams that made a big jump this year, one of them will probably come back to the pack a little bit. 
Uh, but I love what Craig Fitzgibbon is building down there at the Shire. Still got Nico Hines. It's a superstar league. They've got themselves a genuine superstar there. Lost for feeder and Tolman, so they lose a bit of experience. But with Cam McInnes, Dale Finucane, Wade Graham, these sort of guys, I think they'll be okay, the Sharkies. I really like watching them play their footy. Who wears the number one for Newey if KP wears the six-man across from Bailey Hodgson come to mind? Yeah, Kurt Mann I could deal with, but I genuinely think they'll go out and sign someone. We keep on hearing the Lockie Miller rumours. I just I can't really see any reason why Miller wouldn't take that opportunity. It sounds like the Knights are pretty keen on him, so I'm expecting Miller uh, to join the Newcastle Knights pretty soon and line up in the one, which I think would be a great get. The Doggies are building into an enormous team. They certainly are, mate. They certainly are. They're looking very, very strong, the Doggies. Do the Sharks miss the top four for you, Guru? James, I'm not sure, mate. As I said, I think they'll be top six. Uh, but you'd have to assume that Melbourne and the Roosters, they probably come into the top four this year. South Sydney, if Latrell plays the whole season and he's fit and firing, a really good chance they make the four. So I, I don't know. It's going to be... If I, if I had a gun to my head, I'd probably say the Sharkies finish fifth or sixth. That'll be my little tip there. Uh, but I still think they can win, win a comp. Uh, is Jackson Hastings the most footy-loving good sort in the league now ever? Yeah, mate, and that's what I love about Jacko. He's just down to earth. He loves his footy. I think quite often you get guys in rugby league that absolutely love their footy, but they don't want to come across to players and peers that they love footy that much. They want to sort of play it cool a little bit. Uh, Jackson Hastings, he just owns who he is. Uh he loves his footy. He's keen as all hell. And he's a guy that I think fans should really start to take notice of. And if you want to go and have a look at my YouTube show, go and have a look. Because Jacko, some of the analysis that he gives and everything, it's just unreal. He, he's unashamedly a rugby league nerd, as the vast majority of us are. Uh, I learn something new every time I talk to him. It's unreal. So, And he's a sponge. You can just tell every time he's in a conversation with, whether it's Tim Sheens, Andrew Johns, you know, Trent Robinson when he was coming through, whoever the hell it is, he just takes everything in like a sponge. So very w worth having a listen to, mate. Very good guy as well. Uh, obviously went through some ups and downs early, uh, early in his career, and he'll be the first to admit, carried on like a bit of a dickhead to start, but he's grown up a lot. Um, I mean, if we didn't... <laughs> If you're, if you're a male and you didn't carry on like a bit of a dickhead at 18 or 19, uh, I think you're telling Porky Pies. So he's come a long way, mate, and I'm extremely happy for him for where he's landed and everything. I think he's going to be great for the Newcastle Knights. Uh, most underappreciated player right now or all time. Um, oh, I don't know. It's hard in, this, in the current NRL, mate. I might do a podcast on this over the next few days. I don't want to leave anyone out. How, brother? How are you? I'm good, mate. I hope you're doing well, Luke. Uh, what do you think about the Knights top eight next season? Uh, I think they're a chance, mate. I think that the 650 they're at, they're the furthest team uh, odds-wise to make the eight, which I think is ridiculous. Uh, but, yeah, I think they'll, they will still need a bit of things to go their way for it to work. Who is your team, Guru? Don't have a team, mate. Just love the game. Uh, any comments on young Mason Teague signing with the Dolphins, Panthers, SG ball captain kid could be anything. Yeah, mate, I actually noticed in their video today, I, I didn't even realise he was there. I noticed that they, there's a little video they put out where they're calling out names of guys to come and get their kit. Jared Wallard walks out, uh, Branko Lee walks out, then I noticed Mason was there. So, uh, yeah, good little signing there, an interesting one. Obviously, you've got Keegan Russell-Smith as well. Uh, he was in the SG Bull side. He kicked the winning goal from the sideline. I didn't realise. He signed with the Melbourne Storm the other day, so he's down there at the moment. So uh, when, when you think about the Penrith Panthers and their halves, they lost Sean O'Sullivan, they lost Isaiah Katoa to the Dolphins, uh, and then they've lost Keegan Russell-Smith as well. So uh, the price you pay for success, they've lost a lot of really quality halves there. 
uh, where do you place the dogs in 2023? Uh, they're one team I'm very interested to see. I love their team on paper. I'm a big fan of it. I've obviously added some key pieces. I think that left edge could be sensational, uh, depending on who they pick at left center. Uh, I think the doggies are similar to the Knights. I think they'll sort of be in that eight to 10 sort of range, but with a good injury run, I think they can make the finals. As I said, 2023 is going to be a cracker. There's so many legitimate teams that can compete in this competition and potentially win it. Uh, so do you think the Chooks are more likely than the Panthers to win it all? I wouldn't say they're more likely. I'd have them about even at the moment, to be honest with you, mate. I think the Chooks are really going to bounce back this year and have a very impressive season. Uh, but you can't possibly doubt this Penrith side and Ivan Cleary. But as I said, I think losing kick out, it changes a lot. Uh, and I think losing Appy is going to be massive as well. So big test for Nathan Jerome. Um, obviously, they've owned this team the last few years, but I think we always sleep on how good Appy Curacao is. Uh, so, yeah, big test losing him. Um, who do you think Manly could sign with Seabold there? Yeah, I'm not sure, Mitch. Obviously, he's got a connection to a couple of the Brisbane boys up there and whatnot. He's been around the league a little bit. So uh, I'm not really sure where the gaps are in Manly's team. I think that... You know, despite us all freaking out about Seabold coming in and Des Hasler coming in, it's still a damn good side with a, you know, a representative seven uh, and on his day, the best fullback in rugby league and on his day, the best player in rugby league. So I think Manly will be fine. I don't think there's too many holes they need to fill there, to be honest with you, mate. Um, what have we got? Who is your runner-up for the Golden Boot? Uh, I thought that Jerome Luai was very unlucky, all things considered. I know he lost that first game by a heap. Uh, it's tough, though, because Jerome Luai, for example, he didn't play for Samoa in the mid-year test. The Kangaroos, they didn't play a mid-year test either. I thought in this World Cup, George Williams was unbelievable. I, I don't know if he played any other test matches this year. That's why I, I, I really struggle to get around this Golden Boot nowadays, to be honest with you. It's not... The best player in the world, which is what it was when I was a kid. Uh, it's now the best internationals and teams play a different amount of internationals. I don't know if it's a real fair award, to be honest with you. But I know, I think that who got it, Joey Manu, I don't think he didn't deserve it, you know what I mean? But it is a hard award to sort of get your head around and to make a real call on. Uh, Cowboys to slide, potentially, mate. Uh, but I do think they're building something pretty well up there. It's, mate, it's, it's so hard to work out who's going to slide, who's going to go up. It's, uh, it's going to be an unreal year. I can't wait. Um, all right, guys, I'm going to scroll right to the bottom uh, and answer a couple more questions. Then I'm going to hit the frog and toad. Who for fullback at Broncos next year? Reese Walsh, I believe he will be the one. I think he should be automatically picked there. Uh, if the Raiders manage to sign for Feeder, do you see them being more improved than this year going in 2023? Yeah, I think so, mate. I think that more importantly, if they sign for Feeder, that's all good and well. They probably don't need him, but if they sign him, all good and well. I think the more important thing is going to be keeping Jamal Fogarty on the field for the entire season. We saw how good they were with him. Uh, you got to remember the preseason as well. They spent all preseason with Josh Hodgson at nine. They lost him like 10 minutes into their season or whatever it was. So that also just you know sent things out of whack. Uh, Fogarty was so good once he was in that side. So... Losing Adam Elliott's going to hurt them, though, I think. I think that's going to be a really tough hole to fill, uh, which is where Elliott Whitehead might move to 13, which might open that opportunity up for uh, Fafita on an edge. But personally, I'd love to see Trey Mooney get into this side, a young gun from the Canberra Raiders. So if you follow your junior footy, you'll know all about Trey, a very talented guy that I want to see in first grade yesterday, essentially. Do you reckon this, the reason Hastings joined the Knights is because you can learn off Joey? I uh, know it has part to do with that, mate. Um, it's also just an opportunity to play halfback. Um, it was a better deal. It's a three-year deal, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I mean, there's a number of reasons why I assume Jacko's made that decision, but uh, I'm confident in saying that Joey's played a role in that. There's no doubt about that. I know they've had a, quite a bit of dialogue over the last week or so, uh, and, you know, 
if you're anyone that's ever followed rugby league, the opportunity to learn off Joey, the opera, the opportunity to have a relationship with Joey, that's obviously uh, going to be pretty special. And someone like Jacko, who, as I said, an unashamable rugby league nerd, uh, same as myself, any opportunity to be around Joey and just be a sponge around Joey, a golden opportunity. So yeah, I think it has played a role, mate. Uh, real Chris, big fan, mate. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate that. Uh, what's your early origin predictions? The Blues all day. Fuck those Queenslanders. Uh, what have we got? Am I being rude for bidding the nice guy starting Tino and bringing Cotter, imagine Cotter and Murray off the bench, leg speed of doom? Yeah, I was a little bit worried about our leg speed the other day. Um, I think by the nice guy, you mean Jake Travojevic. Uh, I, I can understand if they go in that direction, to be honest with you. Uh, between Jake and Regan Campbell-Gillard, they did really worry me the other day against the Kiwis. Uh, look, and there's every chance in the world that whichever team the Kangaroos select, it might not matter. But I would not be sleeping on this Samoan side, eh? I've done it for the last two weeks. I've learnt my lesson. Um, so I, I would be going for a little bit more explosiveness. I would be moving Ruben Cotter into this side, and I'd be starting Tino. I don't know how on earth it took 55 minutes for Tino to get on the field. That really blew me away. All right, guys, one or two more. Where do you think Dolphins are going to come in? I think they'll be bottom two, mate. Bottom two for me. Um, what have we got? Cotter over Gerbo. Yeah, I don't push back on it. Yes, Trey, big year for the lad. Yeah, if you're a Canberra Raiders fan or you want to know a bit more about Trey Mooney, uh, Green Machine Pod, best Canberra Raiders podcast out there. So make sure you go check out the boys. Green Machine Pod, Trey Mooney, huge fan of him. Where is Jack Howarth going to play with the new season on ways? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, they didn't play him last year. One of the people within the Melbourne Storm told me that Bellamy just wanted him to have a full season against grown men, which makes sense. He sort of got stood up in the trials at the start of the year. I think he's going to probably be a back rower. I thought he'd be a centre, to be honest with you, but I think he'll probably end up in the back row now. So I'm expecting him to get a bench spot. Uh, you were ragging on Manu, and then he won the golden boot. I wasn't ragging on Manu. What I was saying about Manu is that at times he can be a little bit too selfish with the football uh, and that he can send his halves into disarray, which I think if you understood rugby league and you watched the first few games, I think that was pretty evident. But in the game the other day against the Kangaroos, I thought he was sensational. He played his role incredibly well. Um, and, I mean, at the end of the day, the golden boot award – as I said off the off the top, guys, like it's a bit of a it's a bit of a strange award because, for example, um, a lot of the Samoan boys, Jerome Luai, Brian Toto, Stephen Crichton, they didn't get to play in the mid year test because they were playing State of Origin. Uh, so all of a sudden they're down a game straight away. Whereas Joey Manu got to play in that game during the season. So, I mean, I, I think it was always going to go to a Kiwi realistically. I think it made sense that Joey Manu got it, but I uh, wasn't ragging on Joey Manu. Just wanted to see him change his game a little bit to best suit the New Zealand side, and I think. It was pretty evident once Jerome Hughes and Dylan Brown were actually controlling that side properly against Kangaroos the other day. I think I beat by two, so pretty close. Raiders at $20 to win the comp. A good price, you think? I don't think they'll win it, mate. I think they will be relevant, but I don't think they'll win it. If Hastings is training under Joey, do you see Hastings making that push for a Daly M? Uh, no, I don't, mate. I think that more so you'll see KP potentially make a push for a Daly M. I think KP is going to be the big winner out of Hastings. Uh, Hastings, he's just too team-orientated to probably win a Daly M, I think. All he, his entire focus will just be making space for others, which you saw him do at the West Tigers. And I think people are going to realise how much of a good halfback Jackson Hastings actually is. And I think you'll be able to see that through Kalen Ponga finally playing some really good footy for the Newcastle Knights. That's just my take. We'll see how it plays out, but I'm pretty confident on that one. 
All right. Uh, what have we got? What's your honest prediction for the Gold Coast next year? Uh, I bad the Gold Coast at the start of last season, said they'd be bottom four, got a heap of pushback. They were bottom four. Their problem was they didn't have a halfback. I thought that was pretty evident from the start. To the Gold Coast Titans' credit, they've gone out and corrected that mistake when he got Kieran Four. And I love when you see clubs when they own mistakes and they, they go and sort it out. They don't just ignore it. They don't be stubborn. So credit to the Gold Coast Titans. Unfortunately, I think there's a lot of other teams that finished on top of the Titans last year that have also improved out of sight. So if Foz can stay injury-free for the entire season, I can see them getting into like 11th, 10th in that sort of realm. But I can't see them playing finals footy just yet with such a young squad, especially if they lose for feeder as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think the Gold Coast Titans, I think they're working for a few years down the track. Do you think Jock Madden will partner Reynolds in the halves of the Broncos? Haven't considered that. It's not a bad shout, though, actually. I don't mind that. Uh, Tyson Gamble's left. I, I love Ezra Mann, though. I would love to see him getting another opportunity. Big, big fan of him moving forward. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right, guys, I am going to hit the road. Thank you for joining us on the live once again. Uh, this one will be available tomorrow on the Rugby League Guru podcast. If you'd like to check it out or if you missed any of it, it will be available there in the morning on the Rugby League Guru podcast. If you haven't caught up yet, uh, the off-season, myself, Matty the Waterboy and Jackson Hastings from, I wouldn't say the Tigers, from the Newcastle Knights answering all the most random questions uh, you can think of. Uh, real pub sort of chat in the Bloke in a Bar studio. So if you want to go and have a look at that, it is on YouTube. Type in Rugby League Guru, subscribe, and then you can check out all those episodes of the off-season. We also went through the Newcastle Knights, named our best 17 for 2023 today, me and Matty the Waterboy, about half an hour chat there. So plenty of content on YouTube, plenty of content on the podcast, and plenty more coming tomorrow on the Rugby League Guru podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.